Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live, coming to you live from the studios of Grace FM here in Aurora, Colorado. I want to welcome everyone listening live on the Grace FM radio network, on everyone listening live on the Radio by Grace network, and everyone listening uh, one week delayed on Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, uh, and other stations around the country. You guys listening live on gracefm.com. Always want to remember, I know many of you are connected to us through the app and through the website, so welcome. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. We are a Calvary Chapel ministry. Been doing uh, ministry here in Colorado for 22 years. There was a group of people meeting uh, before we moved here. And man, what a blessing. We got to come and the Lord entrusted to us a group of about 30 people back in 1999. And what a blessing and uh, how wonderful it's been, how difficult it's been, how challenging, how fruitful, you name it, that is ministry. So I just want to encourage you, if you're serving Jesus in any way, it is going to be amazingly wonderful and it's going to be sometimes very difficult. Um, I would say uh, the deepest pains that I've experienced have come directly from uh, ministry uh, in Colorado, Um, but some of the wonderful things that have happened have come through ministry in Colorado, so we're we're very grateful. I got an email today. I'm going to give a shout out. I want to start, I'm going to start both segments of the program today with an email. Uh, Let me see if I can, if it's still there. What happened to that email? I had it all archived up for you, for us. Here it is. I archived it. That's what happened. But let me just give you the line of it. That is why I think you should support Christian Radio, whatever station you're listening, why I think it's important you should tell people about this station. Uh, one of the ways that we do things here at uh, Grace FM is we have free T-shirts that our station manager uh, can bring to your church, set up a booth. We have free decals that you could put on your car, on your computer, on your whatever uh, communicates. Uh, and then, of course, social media uh, is can be really, really bad. But it can also be really, really good in getting the word out. But here's a, here's a phrase I want to lead with. And then I'll read some of the email to you. I got this at 9.30 this morning. Uh, It says, I was saved through Grace FM. That's one of the lines. When I shared this note with the staff, I 
led with that line. That was the subject line. Here's what, she, here's what uh, this person says. I know from listening to Grace FM on a daily basis that you receive testimonies all the time that reinforce the fact that God is working mightily through your ministry and all the others that support the radio station. I would like to add my voice and give you and all you uh, all that work there a word of encouragement. My elderly father had a bad stroke right before COVID hit, and I moved my family in order to be able to care for my father full time. Due to his ailments and then COVID, we were unable to attend our church, but we found your live services for Calvary and eventually Grace FM. I was saved through Grace FM. It came, I came to the light and met Jesus and was able to ensure my father did too before he passed away in December. I will be forever grateful for your dedicated service to the Lord as it's made a deep impact on my life and on the lives of family members. I cherish the Grace FM app and radio station because I'm able to stay in God's word all day, every day, and I feel as though I'm not alone after my father's death. And as I learn and grow through daily Bible studies and messages, your work adds great value uh, to my life. And it goes on with some other things. But what a what a beautiful, wonderful um, testimony of Christian radio um, and being able to use technology for the glory of God, just taking back the devils, thinks he's the prince of the power of the air. I mean, think he, own, he thinks he owns the airwaves. And because the United States government has entrusted to us a license to broadcast, we're using it for the glory of God. Uh, and so we're very, very grateful. The Lord is faithful, full of grace and mercy. And I don't want you to give up on those that you're praying for. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I didn't give the phone numbers yet. 303-690-3000. You can text me 720-336-0897. We're going to go right to Irma in Idaho. Irma, line one, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, Irma. Hi. You are okay, on the air. Um, okay, yes. I was calling to um, request a prayer request for myself. Um, I'm dealing with a uh, illness at the moment. It's okay. official, and it's, it's, it's in my intestines, and okay. I gotta have a, I got to have surgery. I don't know what day I meet with the surgeon, May the 11th. Okay. And we're going to go from there. So I just want to send a prayer request for myself and also um, a request for me to get closer to God. Okay. Father, I pray for my sister, Emma, who has a surgery up, up, up ahead. Grateful, God, that through all the diagnostic tools and different things, you helped find this uh, particular um, challenging thing. And I pray that you would touch her, my Lord, that you would have your hand upon her, that you would help her as she's she's just has that sweet desire to grow closer to you uh, but also to face this with great courage and boldness and that you would help with the doctors lord to be successful in what they've been trained in what they know and even though it might be a very routine surgery for them it's never routine for those receiving surgery so i pray god that we would get a call from irma um in the future, letting us know how well it went and how strong she is in her faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
call us back after after it's all done, okay? Okay, I sure will. Thank you so much. Thank you, Irma. Bye-bye. All right, 303-690-3000. All the lines are open. 303-690-3000 is the number. Again, we were talking just a little bit before uh, the call that uh, Christian radio really makes a difference. I read an email. I actually have had uh, these kind of emails come in every day this week so far, which is pretty encouraging, whether it's related to church, related to Grace FM. They're both inter- intertwined uh, in the life of our church here. Uh, and But to read of a testimony that says uh, that uh, Grace FM, uh, I'm born again because of Grace FM is a, it's sometimes we need to hear it just that bold uh, to say, okay, all the hard work, all the stress, you know, when something goes down, like you're listening to your Christian radio and, and it goes down, you need to remember a few things. Number one, the the radio station you're listening to right now is church owned and it's church run and we're not big churches. So it is just a group of volunteers or, or minor, you know, a group, a small group of staff that runs all the equipment, all the networking, all the all the pieces that are necessary to air, you know, tech, technology wise, to air the program. And then, you know, just scrambling. We got to get this engineer. We got to drive up. We've got snow out here. I think Kevin had to drive up, or we had to delay driving up earlier this year because of the snow. Or I think I remember talking to Kevin like he was down the mountain. Uh, where our tower is, and he's like, "I can hike up there," and I'm like, "No, nah, don't, don't hike up there. It's all right. We'll, um, we'll have to figure it out. Like, we'll figure it out. Whatever the Lord has, we, we will take care of. But, um, just pray for your local Christian radio. Uh, financially support them. That's the. It's one, not only can you send your testimonies, but another way you can affirm that Christian radio has really affected your community is just to support it financially. Uh, and I know many Christians do support it because Caleb is always doing their bagathons, and uh, they're always, you know, they're a multi-million-dollar company. Uh, we're not asking for that, but I do know Christians uh, do support Christian radio, and they do so, you know, to someone like Caleb where they don't even need the resources. Um, because of their business model, uh, playing music and encouragement is a great thing, but their business model is made of, of they're not a church. It's a massive multi-million dollar corporation. So when you're listening to this station, uh, you're listening to radio by grace, um, wherever you might be around the country, you're listening to hope FM truth FM. I know the men that run the stations personally. I know many of their teams, uh, and, and it would just encourage them, leave them a testimony, go to their website, if you're on Grace FM, I mean, obviously, I know the team here. Uh, leave a testimony. Give us an email. Uh, you can call the show right now if you can share out loud if there's a testimony you want. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. Uh, taking your calls, taking your questions, uh, knowing that God uh, has ordained this appointment via radio. Uh, and you are more than welcome to call or text and that text line is wide open, 720-336-0897. Here at Calvary in Aurora, we have a midweek Bible study. Uh, and in that midweek Bible study, we're going through the book of Genesis together. Uh, we come together and pray together, and we sing together. 
and we study the Bible together. We fellowship together. We have a full uh, service third wave coffee house uh, in our building downstairs in our foyer, in our fellowship area. Uh, you say, what is a third wave? It's a, a an advanced, uh, advanced equipment, advanced uh, coffee that we purchase, matcha, that kind of stuff, uh, cold brew, um, those types of things. And um, great team uh, led by Kurt and his team and Jessica uh, that that serve us. And, you know, you can grab a cup of coffee down there and hang out and be in fellowship with one another. And if you're not here in Colorado, wherever your church is, uh, connect tonight at Midweek Bible Study. Make it a new part of your uh, spiritual growth. 303-690-3000, Florida now. Ray in Florida. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you for hey. having me. You're welcome. What's up? Um, hi, I just wanted to call in today and uh, pray for all the people listening and, and pray for the people that are working really hard throughout this pandemic and, you know, through all the struggles that are going on. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I called today. Okay, well, let's pray. Father God, we do, uh, through these last couple of years, there's just been so many that have risen to the occasion serving during the pandemic, you know, working, uh extra i think of, i think of you know all the first responders such great pressure was put on them and people had to start working at home and on and on the list goes we just want to we we want along with my my friend ray in florida god we want to lift them up to you we want to thank you publicly for them uh we want to we we want to be more encouraging toward them in our own lives acknowledging them and um, just really living with a sense of appreciation and and that's our desire we that we would be appreciative of those that go the extra mile as we ourselves choose to go the extra mile in Jesus name amen amen all right my brother god bless you god bless you too thank you okay. for having me you're welcome bye bye all right uh let's stay on the phone lines here as they're filling up uh, ken is over in iowa ken welcome to the program uh, thank you for having me you're welcome. Um, I am a paraplegic, and I've got a prayer request because I ended up developing some pressure ulcers mm-hmm. on my rear, and I need prayer that they, right now they're surface, but some of them look like they are deeper injuries, and I need prayer that they don't open up and for God to heal me. Father, we pray for our friend Ken in Iowa, and uh, you know the battle that he wakes up to daily. Uh, the challenges that he faces, the the reality of of his current medical situation, and now we pray over these new sores that have uh, arrived. Um, these that, that not not only do we ask them to be healed, um, but that they wouldn't open, that they wouldn't go deeper, that they wouldn't uh, find a um, you know become infectious. All the things that would come from the sores, Lord. It's from uh, being a paraplegic Lord. So I, I pray God that you would in, not only bring healing into his body, but also encourage him. Lord, I pray for encouragement and, and infuse hope in his heart as he waits for your answer. And as he endures these sores in Jesus name, amen. And the other thing was I used to work in Christian radio uh, okay. years back and I wanted yes. to tell you what an awesome job you guys are doing. But the other thing is, if it's the Lord's will, I have a desire to start uh, like a small local 
radio station in my neighborhood uh, doing Christian Christian rock and, and Christian techno, some things that kids would never listen to a regular Christian radio station, and then have teaching on, you know, at various times during the day, have oh, teaching yeah. on, like, your guys' teaching and stuff. And, you know, intersparse, basically the format of, I used to work at a commercial Christian station, and they had music throughout the day, mm-hmm. and then they had, you know, Christian teaching in the morning and the evenings. Yeah, so let us know how it goes. That's a great idea. So I need prayer for God to, you know, open up the doorways and and work out the details. Okay. Lord, you know my brother's heart uh, using his uh, using his mind and using his skills and the the um desire to reach a alternative audience in a unique way using radio god i pray that you would make a way where there is no way and you would give him wisdom on how to accomplish and the provision to accomplish this vision in jesus name amen um hey ken my producer just said if you go to gracefm.com and connect with him uh, he can email you offline and uh, talk to you about this idea what what's his name his name is kevin Kevin and gracefm.com. Got you. Yep, the, the connect line or whatever, however you email us through the website, you can you'll, it'll get to Kevin. Okay, will do. Thank you, brother. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Grateful for the Radio by Grace network that connects us with everyone in Florida, Iowa, and Texas, which is our next call. Carol in Texas, welcome to the program. Hey, Carol, are you with us? All right, we just, Carol wanted prayer because she had a situation with her son uh, that was in prison, got out despite a longer sentence, but fell back into drugs. And um, Lord, you know that um, part of the incarceration was to help her son learn the consequences of sin. Um, But drugs have been a, uh, convenient, um, you know, it's just guys get out of prison, they feel hopeless, and they go right back to their old life, God. So I pray for him. I pray that you, wherever he might be today, you would deliver him and bring him back to yourself, uh, and that you would break the strongholds of addiction. The, the 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 It's a stronghold, Lord. It just That's the way it is. It's a stronghold, and we pray by the power of the Spirit you would break it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 303-690-3000. My name is Ed Taylor. Taking your calls and your questions, uh, text me, 720-336-0897. This is the show. It's called Calvary Live. It comes to you live from the studios at Grace FM in Aurora, Colorado, but it goes to many stations around the country. It's live if you're listening on Grace FM or Radio by Grace. Uh, and it's a one-week delayed on all the other stations, Truth FM and Hope FM. Uh, but all that means is that while the show is on, you can call us. We'll take your call. You'll talk to us as if you were on. I mean, you'll talk. When you call this show, it's like being on the phone with someone. So we'll talk like we're on the phone. And then uh, it'll be rebroadcast uh, next week. So you can hear it um, in your own radio market on Truth FM and Hope FM. 
Uh, so you get to hear the, the question like on the air and then you could go back and listen to it. Uh, and um, it's a, it's a, it's neat. Even, even one week delayed, it's neat because you can still, um, you can still communicate, uh, you know, be on the, on the air, even though it's, uh, aired a week later. So 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000 is the number taking your calls and your questions. Text me 720-336-0897. Mark texts in from Windsor, Colorado. Could references of Babylon in Revelation also be references to America. Uh, no, I don't believe the references of Babylon could also be references to America. I really don't believe America, the United States of America, is mentioned in Bible prophecy because I believe, um, and and you can see that there, there's not much debate about that, but there is a little bit debate in the prophetic uh, discussions, but the reality of the United States of America not being an ancient country, not being something, comes on the scene, uh, does what God wants it to do, and then will not be a major player in the latter days. And you know, you can kind of see a little bit of that today, can't you? We're upside down in debt. We're beholden to our debt holders, just like the uh, Book of Proverbs says. We we aren't going to be uh, a very significant position of strength when the one world government comes. And the one world religious system and the one world um, political system, government, uh, religious, monetary. Uh, so no, Mark, uh, I don't believe the references of Babylon are to America at all. Um, the The idea of opulence, the idea with Babylon, um, you know, being rich and haughty and arrogant, those references absolutely would mimic our own country. Uh, but I don't see them as a um, reference to United States of America. 303-690-3000. Here's another text. Thanks, you guys, for texting 720-336-0897. Hey, Pastor, if God blesses you, uh, what is something we can do as believers to give back to him? Worship, time, offerings, what are some good verses of reference. Well, I think you um, you have a a great question that I want to reframe just a little bit um, because we, however we measure that that idea of blessing, if we use the word blessing like we have over and above, if we use if we use the word blessing uh, as I have more money or more things or more. Then I don't know necessarily that we're actually we're, we're using it in an accurate way because our life, everything about our lives is a blessing from God. We don't deserve to know Him. We don't deserve to have our sins forgiven. We don't deserve the sacrifice of Christ. Like everything about our life, no matter how we measure it, is a blessing. So when you think about what we give to Him, it's not just give back to Him. Uh, what we give to Him, period, is worship, our time. You can think of it this way, our talents, our time, and our treasures. Those are all belong to, everything belongs to the Lord. So our response is however we, I mean, even our trials, 
can be can be viewed as a blessing from God as he develops us and grows us and uses them in our lives. So it's a great question, but I wouldn't frame it so much in the when God gives us blessings. This is our what you're saying right now is our life. This is our life. We are to worship, we are to give, we are to serve, we are to sacrifice, we are to live in humility. Uh, and however we measure blessings, um, the, the, our life alone, he has created us for his pleasure. So we respond to him and everything that he has done. 303 Again, we have a text question coming in, and I'll get to the phone lines in a moment. I'm, I need help understanding Second Corinthians chapter four. Uh, does it mean predestination of, ho- of those who would be saved? Secondly, there are times in my life when God has been the greatest treasure. Um, so, Second Corinthians four. Let me before I get to the rest of your. Um, I'm gonna since it's a text question, I'm gonna set it aside. I, my my. Bible program had to be restarted. Let's go back to the phone lines. Trudy in Greeley, Colorado, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I I would like to lift up my sister, Diane, in prayer. Um, she's fighting cancer, battling with cancer right now, and she just lost her husband today. Um, previously, she lost her twin brother and her son oh. and her mom. So okay. um, I would like to lift her up in prayers and, uh, you know, just guide her um, by God's wisdom and um, mm-hmm. spiritual healing upon her life okay. and her safe travels to Minnesota. Father, I pray for this sister. I know um, Diane battling cancer. Along with Diane, I lift up Jason. I lift up Sharon. uh, I lift up Judy. Uh, They all are valiantly battling the sickness of cancer in their body. Um, I pray for Diane with her travels, just that that victory that we're all desiring. Cancer is such a scary, um, challenging, not sometimes it's not just the cancer that's challenging, but it's the treatments and what it does to the body and how the treatments to eradicate it are super challenging as well. Um, and so I just pray God that there is a, um, victory and healing in their body. And, and of course this traveling Lord, um, I pray that in the traveling there would be safe arrivals and exact, uh, you know, accomplishing exactly what needs to be done in Jesus name. Amen. For her, her spiritual healing, she just lost her husband oh. today. He just passed away. Oh, um, today? Today. He is oh. a believer. Um, but I myself will be heading to Minnesota to you be are. with my oh. sister and family. Jeez. And well, I Father, I'm, I'm grateful when I think of um, your scriptures. It says sometimes we don't know what to pray as we ought, but you intercede for us. So even as you rearrange uh, my thinking in the prayer, I pray God for the spiritual healing uh, in Diane to be encouraged and Trudy's traveling and and just man, it is um, super uh, hard. And you know our hearts, God. We want to be in tune with you. We want to follow and, and be led by you. We want to be used by you even through these challenging times. So I pray God that you would 
uh, help Trudy to arrive and be the kind of encouragement that she already is to those that she visits and to her sister and to the family, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and thank you so much. Thank you, sister. Bless you. All right, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think of that passage right away when you when I'm praying, when I'm thinking the wrong thing or I have things on my mind, like, hey, even when I say the wrong things, the Holy Spirit can come and share what is necessary to get to the Father and to pray for these precious folks. I'm so grateful that he would overcome our weaknesses. So we're coming up on the break. Uh, This is Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor, taking your calls and your questions. You hear the music? And we'll be right back just in a couple minutes. It's not a long break. It's just a stretch break. So stick around for our second half of our program. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back everyone to the second half of our program. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church. If you're just joining us for the second half, uh, welcome aboard. You're listening on the Grace FM radio network on the... Um, Radio by Grace Network on Truth FM, Hope FM, Radio by our Higher Rock Radio in Boise, Idaho, and around the world, literally on GraceFM.com and all of the apps. So we are collaborating on our stations and our networks for this program, and we're grateful to talk directly to you. The whole idea for Calvary Live wasn't so much to be a Bible answer program, although it is. It it more it uh, the whole intent was to be a pastoral show that prays and encourages and talks about the things of the Lord. Not necessarily every jot and every tittle and every little dis- disagreement in the body of Christ, um, but more access to pastoral uh, leadership and conversation on the radio, so that we could talk things out. Um, we can, you know, wrestle with things. Uh, and and have things clarified by the word. So things like this. I got just got a text referring to strongholds. And by the way, you can text me. Uh, the text line is 720-336-0897. And the text says, referring to strongholds, if a Christian is an alcoholic, are they denied mercy and grace? Which is a great question to ask. Uh, and you may be a little surprised or shocked by my answer, but I want you to stick around for it, okay? Don't immediately shut me off. Uh, First of all, no, um, a believer is not denied grace. Um, God is gracious to those under addiction. God is gracious to those who are battling addiction. Uh, And it seems as if that person would be in a time of need for more grace, not less from the Lord. But I'm going to make a suggestion to you, and I'm going to I'm going to say something that maybe people are not don't agree with me, but if even so, you can wrestle with it. And I think this. Okay, you ready? A person that's an alcoholic has already been set free as a born again believer, so that they no longer need to identify themselves as an alcoholic. 
Um, this is a great a great reference to that would be like an AA meeting when you stand up and you say, hi, I'm Ed and I'm alcoholic. If I ever went to an AA meeting, although I've been sober now 31 years, if I did and they asked me to share testimony, if I got up to share, I would not say, I am, hi, I'm Ed and I'm an alcoholic because I'm not an alcoholic. I have been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. No, instead, a person that's considered an alcoholic as a believer today, again, hear me out. You have purpose, you have willingly presented yourself to sin. And because of that, you are a slave to sin. And that's your choice. Now, again, it, there's, it, I'm being simplistic. I, I, I'm not trying to explain all the facets of addiction and all of the physiological things. I'm not, that's not my deal. It's not my realm. But I want you to know biblically, this is what the Bible says. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness? You, when you present yourself to pot, you're a slave to marijuana, to, to drugs. Yes, there is a physiological part to that. There's an addictive part to that. Yes. But, but there's a, the spirit is more powerful than physiological issues in our body. The spirit supersedes. The spirit creates in us a new, we are new creations. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I am no longer an alcoholic. I have been delivered and you don't need to identify that way anymore. Uh, I think of this week. This week I was blessed with a few people that came up and said, I've been 28 days sober. I've been 30 days sober. Uh, I remember there's a brother sitting now, brand new to our church. He's, he, he, I forget his number, it, what his number was, his years of sobriety. Um, and in sobriety, you know, when staying away, not being a slave to, to those things, you're free. You, and I told them, you know, days, one day you're not going to count days, you're going to count months. And one day you're not going to count months, you're going to count years. And one day, um, and somebody was overhearing us in that conversation, you're not even going to count years anymore. I mean, when I think of it, I've got to do the math in my head because I don't keep counting anymore. I'm, I'm free. And so if you're struggling with alcohol today, you will not be denied mercy and grace. You need more of it. And I would suggest that you understand who you are in Christ. I, understand, I would suggest that you walk in the victory that's already yours. I would suggest you say yes to God and no to alcohol. I would suggest you get it out of your house. I would suggest you don't go to the liquor stores anymore. I suggest you don't go to the bars anymore. I suggest that you fill your time. Uh, here at Calvary, I just heard one of the spots on Grace FM. We have a group here at Calvary called Most Excellent Way. Friday nights and I think Tuesday nights. You can call the church and ask. Um, but get together with other believers, iron sharpening iron. They, you know, what happened this weekend is there's, uh, I saw a group from most excellent way, get all these resources and take it down to people that are even worse condition than they are. And it's just a beautiful thing. So I don't like calling. I don't like believers. Again, my, my opinion, you don't need to agree with it. I don't like believers identifying themselves by their sin. A born again believer is not the world loves to identify by their sin. But I believe that we're to identify by the way the Bible, how the Bible declares to us. You are free. Um, all right, let's get back to the phone lines. Great. Thank you for texting that. I love to share about our identity in Christ. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, if you email me, I will send you an article on your new, it's a, it's a, uh, I don't, 
recommend the book anymore because the author went off the rails. Um, but this chapter <laughs> was written before he went off the rails, and I think it's the chapter called The New You. Uh, man, I, I'm going to check. Email me because I'll send you I'll send you that um, that article. And, and what's my email? Ed at edtaylor.org. Ed at edtaylor.org. Uh, or you can just text the number. Text the show and ask for it, and we'll get it back to you. Arlene in Greeley, Colorado, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you very much, and thank you for all you do. You're welcome. I just have prayer today. Um, I was hit by a truck several years ago, and the right side of my face was pretty battered. My lower eyelid keeps turning inward, so the lashes are striking my eyeball. Mm. I've had two surgeries on it already, and they've both failed. I'm scheduled to have another one on May 10th, and I'm asking for prayer for a successful surgery. Okay, Father, I pray for my sister, just having the the uh, challenges from this accident, Lord, from this um, very difficult season in her life, and I pray for this surgery, uh, giving it, I'm, I'm so grateful that um, even if they didn't work, there's still another chance. So we pray for this chance. We pray for this opportunity. We pray for this particular s- surgery to be successful to solve the problem, uh, the irritant in her eye and the irritation and the way things have changed and how things have turned inward. And it's just so hard for her. And I, I pray for Arlene in her own heart of hearts, God, just truly in the um, having to do this all over again, being hopeful, but then kind of being questioning and wondering and all the little spiritual battles that might come in, all the little foxes, like the Bible says, that would try to eat up the vines of her faith. I pray that you would establish her, prepare her, even prepare her body for any anesthesia or anything they're going to put her uh, into her body, God, that there would be a success on this opportunity, this next upcoming surgery in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you and your staff. Thank you, Arlene. Bye-bye. I see Arlene was calling in from Greeley. We've had a couple of callers from Greeley. Greeley's up north here uh, from the metro area in Colorado. I was just up. I don't get up to Greeley very often because uh, I live south, you know, south of Denver. Um, but I had a great time last week with Pastor Jeff Figs uh, and the ministry that's going on at Calvary Chapel in Greeley. Um, I mean, I haven't been up there at the church in, uh, geez, I don't know. I've been here 22 years, so maybe 15, 16, 17 years it was just so good to walk the property with his team, um, just to see again the needs there. Uh, they they need a much bigger facility, and so we need to pray for Calvary Chapel and Greeley. Also, my friend Louie, um, he is Denver Calvary. They need a facility uh, to meet in. Uh, they need some solutions. So, Father, I just pray for the ministry at Calvary Chapel and Greeley. I pray for my, my brother in Denver, uh, Pastor Louie, and uh, you know their needs. You know the congregation's needs. You know how you're even going to provide for them. Um, so I just lift them up. I know a lot of pastors are in the same place, um, and not just my friends, but people I haven't even met yet. Um, and so I just pray for your provision according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's head over to Baltimore, Maryland now. Sarah is on the line. Sarah, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I I was just listening, I guess, to you talk about your article that you published about grief. I just want to say that's kind of cool because um, 
my husband and I got married at a young age, and we both lost our parents to cancer prior to that. Uh, we're 23 now, but it's through. I think my dad was like, on his, he was on his deathbed at the time, and he just listened to your program like on oh. repeat, and that's how I heard about it. Oh, so, that's so good to hear. Thank you for sharing that. Excited to read that article. Um, my question, so again, as a backstory, we both, my husband and I grew up in, you know, small Baptist churches, and we just were kind of shook through you know, losing parents, having kids, and we've um, just been looking for different churches. And um, we came across, we left one because we felt like they just weren't preaching the gospel okay. to its entirety. Um, and then we we felt like we were plugged in somewhere really well. And there was a sermon um, preached on, like, God's will to heal you. Um, and the verse that was used primarily to support his opinion was that God, you know, wants to give you life and give it to you abundantly, and therefore, you know, he said pretty boldly, don't pray if it's, you know, in God's will. That's messed up theology. Yeah, it is um, messed up theology. You're right. Um, well, he's, you you're, if you think what he said was messed up, I would say you're right. That's what he said is wrong. Jesus taught us to pray in the Father's will, and he even himself submitted to the will of the Father in Gethsemane, remember? It says, not, nevertheless, not my will, but your will. So, of course, yeah. we pray in the will of the Father. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that kind of hit my heart right away. I, I, I almost had to walk out of the service, but it, it was Good. just a bummer because we were taking this classroom, and he was preaching the gospel really well, you know, telling us that we were sinners, we needed God. Um, so we reached out and wanted to, you know, just let him know our concern, and he wants to meet with us. So I just wanted, you know, I guess, to make sure I was in the correct belief, um, you know, I guess, would you say that it is appropriate when you're praying? Because I think of people like Johnny Erickson, who, you know, their life, you know, was turned upside down and she's paralyzed. But yeah. through that, she has now been able to glorify God more than she would have ever been able to without that illness. Well, I mean, let's let's just allow Jesus and the life of Jesus to answer that question for us. I mean, is as he was giving us a a model to pray, um, what did he say? He said, "Your kingdom come, your will be done." I mean, it's like elementary Bible, and you know this. So I'm not saying it about you at all. This is elementary Bible. That's why it didn't resonate well with you. We're, we're to pray for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, not our will to be done in heaven. And and let's talk about a little bit this whole concept of abundant life and healing. Um, if, if their definition, the one that you just described to me, was accurate, then no one would ever die. No one would ever die. But we know that the wages of sin is death. And that every single human being will die of their last sickness. And I, I know that might be hard for you to hear because with your dad, and I'm sorry, but it's true. It's true for your dad. It was true for my son or my dad. Um, it's true for you and me one day. We're all going to die of our last sickness. Um, God is not going to heal our last sickness. And so the idea of abundant life cannot include perfect healing for the re forever uh, be until, until we meet Jesus face to face. When we shed these human bodies, when we take on our eternal bodies, then we will live in the abundance of life for all of eternity. But today we live in the wrestling of life. Remember Jesus cried at the death of Lazarus. God didn't heal Lazarus. 
and Jesus wept with the mourners and the grievers there. And this year when we went to Israel, I take a tour to Israel every year uh, with a group of people from our church. And this year, for some reason, the location itself isn't that pretty. It's the pools of Bethesda. There's an old, um, there's a church built on the ruins there. So whatever you see is not even what was there uh, at the time of Jesus. But the property is, you know, the land is. And there's an old crusader church built there. And um, it's not even a pretty site, but it's it's at the pools of Bethesda. You remember in the Gospel of John, Jesus came in. Pools of Bethesda would be like the like the the sick sanitarium of today. It was just filled with desperate sick people waiting for the moving of the water. Remember that story? Yeah. And Jesus comes into the pool of Bethesda. He comes into those area, and let's just say there's a hundred people there. We don't know how many people are there, but there's more than one. But let's just say there's a hundred people there. Out of all the people at the pools of Bethesda, how many did Jesus heal? Do you remember? One. And he left, and everyone else was sick. So what the theology that that person is espousing, the way you describe it, would say is, well, it's all their fault because they didn't ask right. No, it's not. No, sickness is a part of life. It is a part of the fall of humanity. And if we experience healing today or like Lazarus, you know, like Lazarus was was in the tomb. He was His spirit was in the presence of the Father, and then he came back. You know what happened to Lazarus? He died again. And what was better for Lazarus, to be in the presence of God or to be brought back to his human body? If you yeah. want a really abundant life, it seems that abundant life would be in the presence of God. So the if the church, you know, typically a church that teaches that is a what would be known as a prosperity gospel or, a, you know, most likely a hyper charismatic type church. It's just not true. Of course we pray in the will of God. Of course we do. We're not God. We don't we don't know what the, what God's will is for our lives. So we ask and we ask in Jesus name and that means in his authority where it's kind of like your kids, right? I mean, even in the simplest of relationships God gives us. Do you have kids? Yet? Yeah. Ew. Okay, so your kid comes and says, "Okay, mom, uh, give me 100 bucks. Give me the keys to the car." And I demand them because you promised to give me an abundant life. And you're like, you know, you're not God. So you're like, get out of here. What are you talking about? You're not going to drive the car. That's not good for you. I command you in Jesus' name because the Bible says I'm to, that I can come to my, my mom and I can tell her what to do. Like, bro, you're not telling me what to do. Go to bed. You know, that's kind of a crude example, but it's true. Your kids don't tell you what to do. However, they might they might be onto something like they might say, mom, can I have a cookie after dinner? And usually there's no cookies, right? No, usually after dinner and that's the way it is. It's time for bed, but you want to bless them. And they're not coming to you with half a cookie in their mouth. They're coming to ask you. It's a true asking. They're not demanding from you. And then what do you do? Sometimes you say yes to bless them, but maybe most of the time you say no, because in your home, it is mom's will not the kids will and how much more our heavenly father oh yeah no that's so good that brings us i mean it brings me a lot of comfort because we've really been wrestling with you know leaving another church um you know and just that whole idea um so my my non-biblical question we are moving is calvary um a branch of like every calvary church is that a branch through this radio station or are there just select ones 
Well, the radio station airs those that want to be on, but Calvary Chapel is a larger family of churches, and there might be, for every Calvary that is on the radio, there's 10 more, like, because there's only limited space on a radio station. So are you guys moving to Baltimore? Where are you moving? We're moving to South Carolina, and we were looking at Calvary Chapel, Charleston. Okay, so I know I know him personally. Um, are you, is that Richard Perea's church? Did you look at the pastor? Um. We've been listening live as okay. much as we can. I'm not sure of his exact name, but okay. Let me because we'll if that's the case, if it's if it's um, let me just check. I'll I'll look. So Richard used to be he's in Charleston. So you know I think there's a couple in Charleston, um, and Richard used to be here in Denver. So he's a good friend of mine. I know his kids, Calvary Chapel, Charleston. Let me see if you just happen to be listening to him. I'm pretty sure it is him. Um, so I'm looking. I'm looking. Church life messages, who we are. Let me see. Yep, that's Richard. So you would land exceptionally well at that church. He is a good oh. friend of mine. Cool. That's so cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you for going in depth about that. And, you know, we look forward to plugging into this new state and, you know, hopefully that church. I'm glad it, you know, recommended by you guys because this the station's brought us a lot of hope. Yes, and be sure to take um, the, your wherever you're listening to this. Take take the app with you so you can call us back um, when you get there and settle and let give us an update with people listening. Give us an update, but you're going to land really well. Richard and Kelly were here many years serving in Denver. I think they actually grew up, born and raised here in Denver, and then they've been out there since um, probably what are we about 15 years. Um, just great. Uh, I was just with Richard a couple years ago. He was here visiting, so. You you will land exceptionally well there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I just heard about the app. We'll definitely do that. Fantastic. Well, bless you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, here, here is a, um, a text question. I don't believe you answered the last text on, on air. They asked, can you be saved in an alcoholic or are you not saved? Um, of course you can be saved and refer to yourself as an alcoholic. Yes. I did answer that question. I said, you shouldn't identify yourself. So, so the way I answered his question was, I guess I'm not, uh, I'm not, he didn't say anything about saved, but he said, is, can he receive grace and mercy? I said, yes. And more direct on your question texting, which I appreciate you following up is of course you can say you're an alcoholic and be saved. It's, I just don't think you are an alcoholic. I think you've been delivered. I, I, that's the, that's the whole point I was making. Um, that's like, you know, a bank robber. Um, I'm a bank robber, you know, can a bank robber be saved? Of course. But why would they want to continue to identify themselves as a bank robber? Um, they don't have to rob banks anymore. They don't have to steal anymore. They don't have to lie anymore. So we, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of identifying ourselves by how the Bible identifies us. So then for those that are drug addicts, those that are alcoholics, those that have substance abuse, I'm not minimizing. I mean, we we deal a lot with that, and there's just hope. We don't have. I don't have to say I'm a alcoholic. Um, I think the illustration I like to use when I'm teaching is, you know, we know that woman in the Bible. Her name is Rahab the harlot. Um, but in heaven, don't go be looking for the Rahab the harlot. She's not Rahab the harlot in heaven. She's Rahab the saint. Yes, she does have sin in her past, and yes, she has an identity that's associated with her sin, but in Christ, in Christ, that's not our identity anymore. Our identity is found in him, that you are a new you. So yes, 
abundantly, absolutely, one million percent, if you are under the influence of alcohol today and you are sold out to alcohol, you're an alcoholic, Jesus Christ died to save your soul. If you're shooting up heroin right now, Jesus died to save your soul. If you're high on marijuana and eating brownies and just don't want to deal with reality, you're you're taking Oxycontin and you got um, stuck on it or like the sister Zoloft and all. If you are under the influence, yes, 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 you can be saved. If you're actively drinking, yes, you can be saved. Yes. So just stop after act stop drinking. Trust in the Lord. But yes, the the reality of our of our life, like you we have to deal with what Paul said in Romans. If you present yourself to sin, you're going to live a slave to sin. And believers live as slaves to sin far more than they should. And and so the real word to if you're actively drinking, I'm asking you to repent. I'm asking you to get help. I'm asking you to put the bottle down and empty the empty the uh, cabinet. I'm asking you to take some measures toward God. And can he deliver you instantly in the moment? Yes, he can. Does it sometime a process? Yes, it can. Like God does different things depending on where you are. But let's not wallow in our sin, just making excuses that we're going to be there forever. Let's go ahead and ask for help. Um, let's go ahead and stand uh, for what's righteous and what's important. You know, if it's causing a brother to sin, another text, you guys are kind of giving them real time, um, then stop it. You know, culturally for us, drinking in our in the United States, especially in the conservative Christian world, can be a great stumbling block. But if you go to Germany or you go to Italy, it's not a stumbling block at all. So definitely be alert to your community. Be alert. And if you can't handle you know, because drinking alcohol is not a sin. Drunkenness is the sin. Uh, and so, of course, you want to live your life considering it's one of the reasons I don't drink at all. It's one of the reasons I ask the leadership not to drink here, not because it's a sin to drink, but because we don't we want to be uh, more available to those that we serve and not less available. And it's not some legalistic thing for us here. I just say, hey, look, a lot of people come here wanting to walk in freedom over substances, and we want to prov- provide to them. Uh, I want to look people in the eye and go, God has been good to me, and I have been sober, and I don't touch alcohol. I don't. It's not in the. It's not in my life. It's not going to be in any of the leaders' life, and we're going to help you um, in your victory walk in Christ. So. Great. That was kind of cool. We had this back and forth on texting. Uh, When you guys are texting live, thank you guys. Um, You know, this is a real popular topic, but like, I think that we as believers can easily live at a lower level than what God has for us. And if we would just let him take us to the higher level, we'll experience the fullness of joy. I mean, who is not full of joy when they've been sober for 20 days? And I think that this is a great discussion point uh, for people that live in that space, um, I don't necessarily live in the recovery space, but many people do. Um, this is their life. I, I think it would be a great discussion about how the world chooses to deal with things and how the Lord wants to deal with things. You know, I think of everyone that has to take that that heroin drug, like um, to go to the clinic all the time, because the world way of of getting people off of heroin, heroin is giving them low doses for the rest of their life. And while I'm grateful that. Um, they're not shooting up and, and being careful, you know, not to overdose. 
Like the goal has to be no heroin, not a little bit of heroin or, you know, how governments go, well, you know what, this is how we'll deal with drug abuse. We'll just give needles. We'll just give safe spaces. Well, and you guys know that that that's not wise. That's not the way of the Lord. The Lord gives freedom. The Lord gives gives deliverance. The Lord breaks strongholds. He breaks down the shackles of sin. And and yes, we want to save lives, but we want to save lives not for the next hit, but for the glory of God. And, you know, the way the world attached, the way the government attached, I mean, think about it. The government governments of man making marijuana legal that's just foolishness it just I, it doesn't i don't even we don't need we're not even going to debate that it's an entry level drug it always has been and it always will be and you know it's just a taxing revenue decision that keeps people under the influence um are there exceptions and things you know of course but at, we're not talking about the exceptions it's kind of like people bringing up exceptions with abortion no abortion's wrong don't don't try to make exceptions. It's wrong. And that's the start there. Um, so at any rate, pretty um pretty great show today. We're gonna be Bible study tonight, seven PM mountain time. And like the sister calling from Maryland, she can she listen online and she's a shout out. I know that I'm I don't know if Calvary Live is in is on in Charleston. I have to look at the list of stations again, but I know Abounding Grace Radio is aired in Charleston because uh, Kelly has reached out to me before that she's heard the teachings there uh, on the radio. So a shout out to our friends at Calvary Chapel in Charleston. I know that uh, Pastor John and, and Carolyn planted a church. There's another Calvary in Charleston as well um, in a different part of the town. So but what a blessing to have friends all around the country, even around the world. Uh, be encouraged. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.